popcorn working hands forge. Aye. Throughout the show, we follow the awkwardly magical journey of three adolescent adventurers. However, Magic Isn't Real is a podcast for adults. Content warnings can be found in the episode description. Now that we've done this, we're cutting the special boy special toy business, right? Very good. Well, hang on, that's not an answer. Wait. And welcome to another episode of Magic Isn't Real. We're ah, back. Yeah, we are. Clover oh. Honey sponsor us. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, this is this is gonna be a fun one. It's gonna be good. Because I don't get to do shit, and I'm happy about that. I'm scared. Anybody know any good uh tattoo laser places? <laughs> In this plane specifically. <laughs> My name is Dustin Parsons, and join with me as always is Schrodinger's cat boy Kayla Temship. <laughs> I like it. Um, that's how I like to define my gender. Hi, my name is Kayla Temship, they, them, and I play <clears throat> Parker Henley. She, her, Parker is a level, wait for it, five. Circle of the Shepherd Druid. That's right. We leveled up after we all got tatted up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and Parker's tagline this week is, um, how many hit points does Brandon have? Because <laughs> uh, no, uh, I have 23. Uh, <laughs> oh, what? Whoa. What? <laughs> Never let him know your next move. <laughs> What's your con? Like Zero. Two? Yeah, like, it's eight. Oh, that is not the Animal stat deck. to dump. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, we man. built it back when we're like, Parker's yeah. allergic to shit. Oh, <laughs> she is all right. Oh, God. He's allergic to life. 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 <laughs> Speaking of Jonah Pfeiffer, Jonah Pfeiffer. What, am I going first Yeah, I'm passing the mic off. <laughs> okay, I just all right. Fine. Oh, did you already do the whole thing? Yeah, that was the whole point. That, so. <laughs> that was the whole reason we were talking. Like three minutes. All right, I was just all right, vamping all right. there I'm the trying, I'm still trying to think of my tagline. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Hello, everyone. I am Jonah Pfeiffer. He, him, and I play Ted Vardaman, the boy whose expectations were recently aligned with reality. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, dude. That's great. We're having a good time. A good tagline for Ted this week is, ouch. (laughs) Uh, Hey, guys. How are y'all doing? My name is Christian Contreras. He, him, and I play the confused, the little sad, a little bit absolutely guilty Brandon Rodriguez. Wow. I've never heard those adjectives before. (laughs) What happened to succulent? I already used it once. I got to keep it in the back pocket for whenever he becomes succulent again. And Brandon's tagline for this week, he's going to be 73 hit points. (laughs) Yes. Yes. <laughs> 73 holy shit oh, i can fuck. do this <laughs> man's is not joking how many wild shapes do you have two all right all right we'll see if we can how many we can make plans that work. do i have whole lot of them yeah uh, oh well, heads that's, chock full that's great for once i don't need one <laughs> this so, is awesome since we leveled up to level five i am now level five beast barbarian and mm. one of the things i got is an extra attack and i was mm. <laughs> i was doing the math and potentially in one attack I could probably do over 20 in one round. You have great weapon master already? No, but the axe that I got. Yeah, it's a D12. Yeah. With, both, with all your attacks? Yeah. 
It's pretty brutal. And it basically gives you savage attacker. Not to mention I have my reckless attack as well if I really uh, need to. I'm going to have to be likes smart. To kill shit. You know what? It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. To slice the tension in the room, let's make you all sad for a second with some extra credit. <laughs> for our extra credit, we ask the players two questions. One, being high school test prep. If they get the question right, they get a free reroll in the human world. If they get the D&D question right, they get a reroll in any other. Are you ready for the high school base trivia? Always. Never. Never. Uh, I, maybe. It's always varied. Today's high school trivia question comes from one of our Patreon members, Becca Pirate. Shout out to Becca. Not the Becca who has submitted the other question. Becca White, Becca Pirate, a Becca nonetheless. We got two Beccas in the chat. (laughs) We got two Beccas in the Patreon. If you didn't need any more reasons to join the Discord. Yeah, exactly. If your name is Becca, please join the Patreon. (laughs) (laughs) In the D&D world, there's a whole lot of zoology and different creatures, all varying in size and structure, some with multiple heads, some that spit acid, but as we travel back to the mortal realm, okay, take a look at Earth. They too have their own fascinating biology. I didn't find this question, obviously, but I'm going to classify it as an elementary level question. Hell yeah. Uh-oh. However, I'm so scared. Uh oh. That doesn't change the intensity of this query. How many legs does a butterfly have? Bonus if you can name two different species of butterfly. <laughs> this is it. This is where we're at. <laughs> I think I got it. Not sure. I'm known to look at butterflies. <laughs> I've never felt worse about myself than I do in this moment. Have you written anything down? No. <laughs> <laughs> and I wanted to be a zoologist so bad as a child. Oh, no. To be fair, that's like the three jobs they tell you about as a kid. That's true. That's true. One of them. <laughs> well, that's how I realized. I was like, I want to be a zoologist. And I'm like, what will I do with my zoology degree? And I was like, I don't know, breed bearded dragons. Yeah, I wanted to be a paleontologist or a ninja. And couldn't do that. Unless you're Ross Geller, then you can do both. <laughs> I'm good. I know I all about too. these butterfly good, legs. We haven't started with Christian in a while. <laughs> okay. So let's go Christian, Jonah, Kayla. I said six legs. Okay. And I put down a monarch butterfly and a golden shin butterfly, which is a, if I think that's the correct name, it's in the eastern area and it has like a gold sheen dust to it. It's really cool. Can I not go next? <laughs> no, I'll go next. Go I'm not even sure if that's the right name, though. It was so. a stellar answer, though. Are you checking Christian first? I am. You keep going. So I was going off my elementary school knowledge. They told me insects have six legs, so I'm going to say six. Now, species, on the other hand, I put big and <laughs> moth. <laughs> I can't fault you for that. Uh, Kayla. I also have moth. <laughs> <laughs> my gut instinct so deep in my soul is, but butterflies have wings, not legs. But I wrote down six. Okay. They got a stand, right? Um, sure. And then I wrote monarch, and the only other thing I could come up with was moth. But I know that's not a butterfly. Speaking of moths, I had to put a roll of paper towels in front of the lamp on my desk because I keep staring directly into that fucking thing. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> It's not Um, your fault. I'm drawn. (laughs) So, the answer is six legs. All of you got it. Good on you. I really, I was really thinking one of you guys were going to say four for some reason. I was about to Uh, say eight. I almost said zero. (laughs) So, everybody gets a re-roll in the human world. I'm still looking up Golden Shim. 
I don't even I can't remember that's the name or that's like the little nickname we used to give it but yeah we don't always have yeah, accurate names as surveyors because the next thing that pops up is golden shim butterfly real question mark <laughs> like, maybe it was a myth real <laughs> it's giving me these pictures of like solid gold butterflies made of metal and I'm like I don't think this is it. hold up I gotta look it up now I'm curious if you can find it I will give you the bonus is that from an anime <laughs> <laughs> I'm not seeing one, but we, I've clearly proven myself to be the butterfly expert. <laughs> Brandon, you, you may think you're quite strong with those two attacks over there, but let me tell you, my vicious mockery does 2d4 now. Whoa, <laughs> it's like two daggers. That one, <laughs> right yes. Right in your ears. Your mom what doesn't is, what's it love called? you. Yeah, what'd they, what'd they get? The, a, oh, little a little yellow. yellow. Not a golden shirt. I thought it was golden. But a little yellow. You're telling me we couldn't come up with little yellow? <laughs> <laughs> no, you said big. So. It was a 50-50 for me. <laughs> We could have just described a butterfly and been correct. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys all got was, the question right. You all got the question right. No bonus, however, for Golden Shim. I, I, I was really scouring the internet trying to find a Golden Shim. Uh, it's okay. Uh, D&D related question. Today's D&D related question comes in the form of true truths and a lie because I am running out of shit to ask you. In the player's handbook... We are shown the rules as written mechanics of combat. I have a feeling that we're going to be going into combat today, so I might as well just throw this question out there. Which of the following of these rules is completely made up? I got three of them. When a nat 20 is rolled for an attack, you automatically hit. Roll for damage. Double the score. If a creature critically fails a spell saving throw, the damage is dealt as the roll would be its maximum. That's the first one. Second one. When grappling a creature... It requires a full action. If you have multiple actions, you may use one to grapple. To grapple, use an athletics or an acrobatics check against the enemy of choice, and they get to choose an athletics or an acrobatics to combat it. The third one. When taking damage, if you are reduced to zero hit points, you are unconscious. If you are reduced to negative one hit points, you're required to make saving throws unless revived before your throws are over. If reduced to negative your max HP... You are instantly dead. No saving throws required. Just keep that in mind for this fight. I just want to throw that in. <laughs> so with those three rules, Christian, which one is a lie? I think it's the first one. The first one. Not 20s. Roll for an attack. Yeah. Jonah. I also think it's the first one. There's no critical failures on saving throws. You got it. I also said the first one. I don't think not 20s. Always. Everyone has their different rules for how they treat nat 20s, mm-hmm. and I don't think the max damage on spells is a thing. Well, I need to start cracking down on these questions, because for two episodes in a row, you all have gotten them right. Yeah, would you look at that? Boom. You want to be really mean, you should start asking AD&D second edition questions. <laughs> how do you calculate your Thacko <laughs> against a negative four AC target when you're not proficient with your weapon? <laughs> you have an 18 slash 73 exceptional strength this score. This big, beautiful mind chalkboard of like how to get the fucking total. But yeah, you guys all got it right. However... The part that isn't correct isn't the part about spell saving throws. If someone rolls a nat 1 on their spell save, the roll is dealt as its maximum. However, the part that is incorrect is that when you roll a nat 20 for attacks, 
You don't double the damage, you double the dice. Wait, really? Really? Yes. Rolls as written, that's what it is. When you score a critical hit, you get to roll extra dice for the attack's damage against the attack. Roll the attack damage dice twice and add them together, then add any relevant modifiers as normal. Is that how you want us doing it? No, but that's just (laughs) a quote from the book. Cool, because I just get the total damage and then X2. It's a quicker way to do that. I Hell, I thought it was going to be the... I thought doubling dice was raw. No, doubling dice is right. I had to go back. Yeah. I was just going through the player's handbook being like, what the fuck can I ask these guys? And I'm like, huh, I guess I shouldn't have added the part about spell saves. Yeah, because <laughs> I thought where? it was going to be the natural 20s and automatic hit because I know some things. I mean, I guess that's mm. just like a homebrew thing. Yeah, I didn't know that at all. Wow. You'll learn something new every day. Fuck yeah, we do. We don't learn crap here. All right. Well, I'm about to go take a 20-minute break while these two fight, so I'll see you next time. (laughs) Brandon's about to learn a lesson. Maybe. I'm not going to lie to you. I hope I don't go first. (laughs) As we left off, we had some PvP action in the Fear Factory that ended up in revealing that Ted was alive to the entire crowd, but swiftly covered up by the MC of the fighting ring. Chill guy. Everybody was escorted out. The party was split to do their shopping. Brandon marches through the market black and acquires a battle axe of compressed steel with an arcane forging. Parker and Ted went to the blatantly named clothes store and stole cargo pants and a silver suit. Not armor suit. Linen. No. No, definitely not armor. (laughs) In which a pipe was sent to security that two living beings are suspected of being in the city we were on top of our game (laughs) to pro wrestlers wear armor answer me this (laughs) ted and parker then fled to the blushing flea brandon leaving the city walls found shelter in the spotless tabaxi leaning his chair back sipping his drink having his first sleepless night since he's died contemplating the fight with parker in which he was challenged the previous day so brandon As you put your glass down, you start to look out the window, you see some light shining through. Something else drops with the glass, and you note it. Mm? You did leave out a really important part about the recap. What? At night, we all had a shared dream and told we would have to fight to the death. Yeah, well, that that happened, too. (laughs) Teacher, remember that time you told us to kill each other? I didn't say kill. And also a bunch of strangers. (laughs) Don't forget the strangers. And also a not stranger, Cairo. That we had our first communication with. Yeah, yeah, that happened. (laughs) You're right. No, good on you. Also a planet-conquering warlock with divine powers. (laughs) I may have mentioned something like that. And Ted got a lower back tattoo. Yeah, we all got tats. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't even have to pay for it. (laughs) Where the fuck was I? (laughs) (laughs) You were trying to start the story (laughs) with Brandon. So Brandon, as you put your glass down, and you raise your hand back up, a little sliver of your finger goes with the glass, and you, you, you see that you're leaving off bits of flesh. Not a ton, but your deterioration is starting. The skin of your ring finger has completely fallen off, leaving small bits of muscle and peering bone. And that's how your day starts. <sighs> I wonder how long it's going to be before I get to the bone. I'm just going to get up from my chair, walk outside, look around, see what everybody else is doing. And we wake up in the blushing flea. Two twin-sized beds pushed away from each other. Are they typically next to each other? Yeah. Okay. We just really wanted our privacy. 
<laughs> Bonsai tree. Uh, Parker is going to try and really, really quietly get out of bed and get ready for the day. Give me a stealth check. <laughs> and I'm not sure you should roll a perception of those <laughs> I got an unnatural 20. You know what? Yeah, Ted, you don't get to roll. <laughs> I'm, I'm having the deepest sleep of my life. There's no deeper sleep than after you get your ass kicked. This is a real life thing, too. If you've ever been in a fight and lost and cried yourself to sleep, you know that sleep hits different. After the dream where you all are taken into this different dimension, everybody else is staying up, can't go back to sleep. You fall asleep almost instantly afterwards, and you're in a different dream. Yeah, well, (laughs) Parker gets up and changes into her cargo pants and a vest capes her hair out of the braid and takes off her glasses for the first time maybe ever to realize that they weren't doing all that much and then she's gonna really quickly vomit up 10 good berries and leave one on the side table for ted with a little note that says be right back comma here's breakfast exclamation point and then she crosses it out then leaves it without punctuation at the end (laughs) (laughs) And then I would like to climb out the window. You got it. Give me an acrobatics because you guys are on the second floor. I have rope. That's okay. Give me an acrobatics. (laughs) Want to let the record show that the rope is coming in handy. Okay, cool. (laughs) That's a four. (laughs) Oh, Uh, boy. I don't know if I want to re-roll it. (laughs) I've fallen from worse. So the rope, the rope is sturdy. That's fine. You, You hook it up up against the bed frame. You start sliding out. But you... Your strength on the rope is not as good as you you might think. It's been a minute since you've had gym class. And you slide all the way down almost like a fireman pole and you land on your butt dealing one damage. Oh, okay. I brush off my butt. Hey, uh, PCS? Yes, hello, I am your PCS. Hello, I am Parker. Can you do me a really quick favor? Yes, of course. Uh, Maybe a couple really quick favors. And then I'm going to reach into my pocket and pull out something that I picked up a long time ago. Which is ten little sour straws that I pulled off a tree oh my God, in Finadale. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Would you happen to know what these are? Well, these are gooey limbs. Oh, yeah. Those. Oh, well, yes. If you ingest one, they are probably the most sour thing you've ever tasted. However, if you can go through the pain, you do gain a gel-like feeling in your arms. And it gives you an extra bit of reach if you're trying to attack someone from a distance. Oh. Gives you plus five reach for ten minutes if you pass a con check. Dang. Interesting. (laughs) Okay. Parker's going to put those back in her pocket. Was not anticipating that. Not many people do. No, that's so fair. Can we make a quick stop before we go fight? Oh, yes. Let me walk you there. (laughs) Yes, it doesn't go where you need to go. You're pretty funny. I try. You're all right, PCS. (laughs) Thanks, Parker. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Let's go find some armor. You got it. Oh, you got man. It. <laughs> <laughs> All the sleep for the armor buying part. Dude, everybody's got suits. <laughs> Whether it's armor or we can, we can get you some later, but I got to fight Brandon no, like now. Ted's going yeah, no, to wake up and we're going to be all like freaking jacked up with stuff. <laughs> so there are a couple different options. If you are trying to stay in Puffingport and find something, there is obviously the factory and their whole big kind of mall-esque place. Or if you're trying to get out and get towards the dams quickly, like I said, there is Market Black. 
Let's go to Market Black because I'm Absolutely. just trying to pick something up on the way. You got it. And as you are traveling outside the gates, you get to the dams. Walking through the dams, it's not very pretty. A little bit more dangerous part of town. You start walking through this alleyway, and slowly you are now walking in to Market Black. Going through, there are a plethora of different shops. Like I said, it's like the farmer's market from hell. Once you go through, you can find there are many different leather makers, armor smiths, whatever you need. I'll go up to an armor, a leather. Going for like metal or leather. Metal will encumber me, right? Probably not. I don't think you're carrying that much stuff, but it might give disadvantage on stealth checks. Yeah, and I'm looking for armor, uh, for leather. Leather. So you go and you find a leather smith. <laughs> this leather smith, you can see a lot of their leather is dark and kind of shiny, and it looks more like latex. This person unzips their mouth and. <laughs> <laughs> Parker turns God, bright red. Damn it. All of, all of Parker's hair goes, she just puts all of her hair in front of her face immediately so they can't see her turn B red. Oh, they didn't unzip their eyes, but they... God <laughs> damn it. Hello? How, how, are, we, how are we doing today? <clears throat> uh, good. Good. And, and you? Oh, I'm living the dream. <sighs> well, yeah, I just, I wanted to pop in and see what kind of gear you have. Are oh, you looking for protection? Yeah. <laughs> Parker does solid not joke. Get... Solid joke. <laughs> Thumbs up all around. Thumbs up all around. I, I knew it was coming too. I was like, can I get some protective? Right, so yes. we're looking for like some sort of over the torso. We're looking for legs. We're looking for full body, wrist guards, harness. Ooh. Um. F- <laughs> uh. <laughs> well. I'm about to engage in battle. Whatever might be best suited for that, I suppose my full body, I want to protect my full body. Yeah, we all have our battles. So you're looking for a full body. (laughs) He unzips one of his eyes. (laughs) Starts going through inventory. Starts pulling back racks of leather. Okay. Hang on, unzips the other eye, looks at you. Zips it back up so he still has the one. Uh, Parker has no frame of reference for any of this. Yeah, I wish I was there so bad. <laughs> I have so much frame of reference for skin tight things. Parker's like, I guess this is what armor looks like. Pulls one off the rack and it's studded leather. So there are parts of the armor where it has metal inside it, but it does have the full body. I'm meaning through the hands and the head. The head unzips. So if you don't want to have that on, the wrists zip off and the ankles zip off. Yeah, because I do need access to my mouth and my hands where my Mm -hmm. magic comes out of. Let's get down to the brass tacks here. How much is this going to protect me? Well, I mean, I I get a lot of people come in for protection. It's not only going to negate any damage to your body, but you'll find that it's very comfortable. If you had to put a number on how it would change my armor class... That sort of fighting. 11 plus your dex. Plus my plus one knee pads. Plus your plus one knee pads. So I'm at there. Is this magical or are these regular ass leathers? Oh, this is regular ass studded leather. Yeah, it would bring you up to a 14. Now, is there anything that's going to boost my AC more than that? You a cop? No. You're, you're legal. You have to tell me no, if you're yeah, a cop. No, I'm, uh, uh, I'm involved in some... Less than clean business, if you know what I mean. Oh, I think I know what you mean. I 
don't know if you do. Um, oh, I think I know what you mean. Unzips and zips it back in order to wink. I'm about to engage in street fighting for the first time, so I would just like to protect myself. You might need something in terms of, like, the magical means. And where might I procure an item such as that? Come here. And he unzips the back part of his tent, and it leads down this hallway. I follow the man in the suit down the hallway. As he's squeaking with the latex under his boots, you are walking past these rooms in which you hear a lot of combat behind these doors. But as he leads you to the end of the hall, he opens up his own door and leads you inside. In this room, there's a bunch of armor and it seems to be glowing in different colors. It looks like this is the stuff that is more magically enhanced. Druids, uh, I think I have medium armor proficiency, I if do. I'm not correct. So you could get mm-hmm. more intense mundane armor, but probably not at the fucking BDSM shop. <laughs> <laughs> One set that he pulls off the rack, and it's green leather. It's also studded, but he says, this is more useful if you're going into those rough areas and there's a bunch of fluids flying around. This is resistant to acid damage. Let you hang on to that That's real quick. Good. This. I'm not going to lie. I'm probably not going to pick up any of this because I'm looking for something for this fight that I'm about to be in. And I probably don't have anything that's going to be specific but to that because I, I don't want to put Brandon at a disadvantage. You know, you know what? Actually, I think I need something else right now, but I have a friend who might be really interested in these. So I'll I'll bring them by later and we can check out your suits at that time. Okay. Yeah, 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 sounds good. He zips his eye back down. All right, well, you know the way you came in. Okay, and then Parker runs and goes to the nearest regular-ass stand of armor and picks up some medium armor. So you go down there, and there is another smith sitting in front of his forge, and you see that there are actual plates of armor, chain mail, half plate, stuff like that, and he's sitting in front of it, and he is hammering out a breastplate as you approach. It would be really funny if you went to the same guy. He's like, <laughs> welcome. <laughs> you got anything in my size? Okay. All right. Yeah, uh, we might have some large halfling armor. <laughs> I was going to say, you could probably fit works. in an arm guard. Yeah, I'm 5'9". I'm, I'm just skinny. Uh, one grieve. <laughs> a breastplate for you. He's trying to like square you up and trying to see your size and how much inventory he has that would fit you. And he goes in the back, pulls out this chain shirt, and it would be able to fit over your whole body. And that is a medium set of armor. That would bring you up to about a 15, 16. Perfect. What's that going to set me back? Eh, 80 guild. Hmm. Do we have 500 or 200 guild? You have 500 and then plus whatever you guys gain from the fighting pit. Cool. Did did you take any money from that? Nope. Go for it. (laughs) Sounds like a deal. And I give him 80 guild. Beautiful, beautiful. Put on the chain shirt. AC is now 15. I'll take it. That's a win. Parker is going to dig through some things in her backpack and write some stuff down really quick. And then set off to meet Brandon. Okay. And Brandon? I'm going to start making my way to where I told Parker we were going to meet, which was the entrance of... Give me a second. It was I the dams, the right? Yeah, the dams. Now, there aren't many places for fighting in the dams, but that doesn't stop people who call it home. Fights happen pretty much all the time. Side streets, alleyways can be any favorable location. But there are also outskirts of the homes where you can find large patches of dry fields. Maybe some part out deep into the forest once you get out there. But 
there isn't a set location like the fighting pit inside the walls. I'm gonna go find an area that's a little hidden, so maybe kind of deeper in the woods. Uh, so I'm gonna sit down, kind of put my axe in front of me, and just try to relax. Maybe meditate. Absolutely. Give me a religion check. That's a... 12. 12. And as you're sitting there, you get a voice in your head, and it's silent roar, and he says, Preparing for a fight, and picking a fight, makes the difference between a warrior and a warlord. I didn't pick this fight. And the voice is gone. And I'm just gonna go ahead and wait. I guess I look around uh, (laughs) until I find Brandon. (laughs) I just, you hear, uh, Brandon? Brandon? Were you, were you still good to fight this morning? And I'll send him a text and see if it rings. It does. (laughs) (laughs) Oh! And then I I piece off in direction of the, uh, the ringtone. (laughs) Hi. I'm gonna slowly stand up from where I am. You see Parker as she approaches. Her hair is down and wild, and she's wearing pants and chainmail, and she's covered in dirt, and she's kind of passively casting gust. Quite frankly, she looks like a witch. Yeah, that cargo pant chain shirt combo's got to look <laughs> fucking sick. <laughs> yeah, fire, and she still is cracking like a kind of half smile, like very polite. You look different. So do you. Um, is your hand okay? None of this is okay, Parker. Look. Do you really want to do this? I was going to reject your offer at first. But I saw how determined you were. And even thought about maybe calling off the fight altogether. And then we had that dream last night. Parker, if we fight... I may mean to take your power. (laughs) That's not going to happen, Brandon. Grab my axe and slam it onto the ground. I'm going to try to intimidate. Give me an insight and an intimidation. 18 on intimidation. 18. I got a 13. Act accordingly. I kind of... Ooh. I'm debating if I want to use a reroll. Because <laughs> I don't want to be intimidated by this. I'll try it. I'm going to use a reroll. That was worse. Okay. 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 Look, I I get it. You're big and strong. No, you don't get it, Parker. I'm dead. You still have your family to go back to. Give up that crest, and you can still have a life with them. That is no longer an option for me. What if I said, I think I know how to bring you back to life? Parker, you and Ted tried to fix this once already, and it didn't work. Well, this isn't me and Ted, this is me. And I'm telling you right now, I think I can bring you back to life. How are you going to do that? Team up with me. Because I think, I think I can make this work so that everyone gets what they want that you'll be okay and and ted can bring magic to earth and i think i can do it but i need you to trust me if you won't i will fight you right now and i'll win and i'll take your crest because because i'm gonna have to 
you're promising me a lot. You're going to have to prove that if me and Ted are not around and you bump into someone else, you won't end up losing your crest. And all this would be for nothing. I pick up my axe. Sounds like a plan. I turn into an ape. <laughs> Can you please roll for initiative? Rolling for initiative. Yeah. <laughs> Shoo me do. I want to be like you. 13. 15. Shout out yeah. to the one time Nona took me to the gym. The gym, the zoo. That's <laughs> <laughs> why so I'm Jax. Brandon, okay. you have all the movement you need to get to them. What would you like to do first? I am going to rush and take a swing at the ape's knee. Roll to hit. And I would like to make that first attack reckless. Absolutely. Ooh. That's a 22. <laughs> yeah, that's going to hit. I'm pretty sure that hits the ape. <laughs> get to try out the axe. And I get advantage on the roll. Oh, my God. 11. 11 damage. The max damage. That's max damage because yeah. that uh, advantage on the yeah. roll gave me the max damage. Do you get to do that every time? Do you, yep. do you get another attack? <laughs> I, I do have another attack. <laughs> I'm gonna swing with the axe it's again. Okay, do what you gotta do. That's a three. So you swipe with this axe, hitting them in the knee, and blood gushes out. And they take a quick step back, knowing that they might not be able to use their legs if they take another hit like that. Parker. Parker is going to climb up the nearest tree. You're in the forest, there are trees everywhere. There is one very close. Yeah, uh, I have a climb speed of 30 feet, so I'm going to climb. Uh, 30 feet up a tree. I'm going to drop my wild shape, and then as my action, I'm going to cast Moonbeam at Brandon at the third level. Absolutely. On your turn, we'll uh, uh, Which I assume is now. Yes. Okay. So, make a con check. Uh, Con saving throw, right? Mm -hmm. That's a 13. 13? It's a 14. So I'm going to do damage. Yeah. That's going to be 14 damage. 14 damage. Already doing better than 10. <laughs> <laughs> well, you wouldn't let Parker go in the fighting ring. <laughs> this radiant damage coming down on you, this white light coming from the fucking heavens, searing your skin. Stay calm. Stay calm. If you go into a rage, you might not stop this time. And I'm going to try and climb after Parker. Okay. With climbing, that is considered rough terrain, so it's going to be half your movement. With 50, that's 25. You're able to get within five feet away from her. Okay. I have my hand axe. Okay. And it says it's a simple light thrown range weapon. Absolutely it is. I'm going to throw my hand axe at her. You got it. That is a 18 to hit. Yeah, that'll do it. Mm -hmm. Eight damage on that. And as you see, Brandon... Coming up, climbing with these two axes, one his battle axe in one hand and a hand axe in the other. He sticks his battle axe into the tree, keeping himself there as he takes his right arm to throw the other hand axe at you. And it does strike. Fight back, Parker. I need to roll concentration, right? You do. What is it? Uh, I'm going to use a reroll. That's an. Uh, what do I need to beat? What did you roll? 11. Okay, as long as it's over 10, you maintain concentration. Okay, cool. Now, with Moonbeam, it only can come in from above. And if he is directly under you and you want to move this Moonbeam, you would still be in that range. I am going to try and jump to the next closest tree. (laughs) Okay, you're pretty high in the air. And if you want to jump to the next one, you won't be 30 feet up. I'd say you'd be about 
20 to 15 feet up. That's fine. I just need to be... Give me an acrobatics check. The DC is going to be pretty gnarly. Okay. Trying to think if there's any other way I can get out of this, and I think that's it. It's a nine. Nine. Uh, You know what? I'll use my last reroll. Burning the last reroll in PvP. I mean, uh, the DC is pretty gnarly. It's high. Uh, it's not crazy high. It's achievable. Yeah, I actually won't use my reroll. I'll just stay there. With or I'll nine, jump and fall. I don't know. Yeah, with a nine, I'm not going to say you're going to take damage. So you go and you try and grab on the nearest branch, but it's just short and you keep falling and you're going through branches. It stops you a little bit. You're starting to slow down because you're crashing through the branches, but you eventually find a branch to cling on to and you're about 10 feet in the air. I just want to be, I want to be able to redirect the moonbeam so it's still hitting Brandon. Absolutely, you do. For my action, I would like to eat eight good berries. You eat eight good berries. Yeah, I've got one left. Beautiful. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Shoving them in. Brandon. You're going to roll con. That's a 19 on that one. Okay, so you'll take half. It's going to be nine damage. (sighs) Ted's not here to help you out this time, Parker. And right now... I am not your friend. So what are you gonna do? I want to jump off the tree and try to tackle her. Oof. Yeah, you're gonna have to give me an acrobatics as well. That puts me at 14. You jump. You're about 25 feet in the air, trying to hit a target that's about 10 feet in the air. You're really athletic. but You did not study enough to see how the <laughs> physics would work on this, and you, you're just too short. As you go down, you stick your axe into the tree right below them. You're about five feet below them, so you're about five feet off the ground. As you stick it in, you just miss the trajectory just fucking slightly. You don't hit, but you're still close. Okay. And I'll say that was one of your actions because you were going for an attack. Okay. I'm going to stop there. Just going to see what Parker does. That's my turn. Yeah. I won't take falling damage from 10 feet, right? It's when it's above 10 feet, so 10 feet would deal 1d6. Brandon, you've never acted like you were my friend. And all I've ever wanted to be was a friend to you. And if I need... If I need to kick your ass to show you that I'm a good friend, I'm gonna do it. And... I don't need Ted to back me up. I don't need you to back me up. I don't need anyone to back me up. Cause <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> And then Parker is gonna shift down like a foot or two, jump off the tree, and use all of her action to sprint 60 feet away. I will say you are gonna take an opportunity attack if he chooses to do so. That's okay. I'm gonna have to take the attack then. Okay. I was going to go for the Achilles tendon. Go for it. I'll be fine. To make her stop running. Bird. That's a 26. That'll hit. That's going to put me at nine damage with that. Nine damage. That's fine. As he strikes you in the calf. Does that mean I don't get to dash action run away? No. I don't. I think you still run. No, right? you can. Yeah. yeah you just I, take I don't think mechanically it did anything. Okay, cool. So I am 60 feet away from you. Mm-hmm. And my bonus action is to redirect the moonbeam so it's directly on you again. You okay. do need to take a con roll, a yeah. Con roll Concentration, to... yeah. That's 13? Yeah, you're good. <laughs> you maintain concentration and redirect the moonbeam. Let's fucking go! <laughs> I'm biased. 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to defend your honor here, Ted. <laughs> yeah, Ted's honor. <laughs> Hot topic. It's where he got his honor. Um, Hot topic. <laughs> Hot topic. <laughs> Brandon, make a con check. Oh god, that's a eighteen on that. Half that damage. Mm-hmm. Plus I can do this all day. For real, fucking moonbeam. That thing be beaming. <laughs> Seven damage. Seven damage. How far away is she? Or sixty, 60 feet. Sixty. Hmm. I use my fifty feet of movement to get up to her. I think at this point, I'm gonna rage. You got it. As you are chasing Parker with his moonbeam following closely behind. Good. Feel your feelings. <laughs> <laughs> What are you doing for your action? Okay, so I threw the hand axe, so I'm guessing that's just gone, right? It's in the tree, uh, It's I probably guess. in the tree Yeah, somewhere. it's in yeah. the tree, yeah. Okay. Mm, I guess at this point, what I can do, I'll dash, but dash. I'll go in front of Parker this time. You got it. I guess I can make it so that no matter in whichever direction she goes off, I'll be within range. Mm-hmm. And that's it. I can keep doing this quite literally all day. What's the plan here, Parker? Wear you down? To what? Make me join you? Nothing has ever worked with you except for immense shows of power, so... Yeah, basically. But you know what? I can always turn into a spider and crawl in your ear and explode you from the inside out. So what? I'm already dead. I can change that. (sighs) Brandon... Do you remember that party we went to, like, yesterday, when I yelled to trust me and you didn't? This is an opportunity to trust me, and I think I can save your life. You do realize at some point or another, we might have to fight each other. Not if you trust me. You owe it to me, sure, but you owe it to Ted. And I want you to get back to your family. Because you have people that really love you. And you have friends that really love you. And you shouldn't have to give that up because I couldn't heal you in Finnedale. We should have left that motherfucker dead in Finnedale. <laughs> Ted's sleep talking gets really yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to hold my action. And I'm going to say, call it a truce now. I'll save you and you can join us and we can get through this together. If not, I'm just going to keep wearing you down. I'm going to drop the axe. Well, if you truly believe you can help me. But the second that I see that it's not going to work, I'm taking your crest and I'm taking Ted's and I'll do what I can to ensure that I can protect our home. That seems fair enough. (sighs) Just don't make fun of me. And Parker is going to close her eyes and tilt her head back and in one day's worth of learning Celestial say Dolver! Dolver, I know you can hear me. Religion check. <laughs> I'm gonna use my reroll. 
Oh my god, I can't roll for shit. So it's a six on my religion. Six. All right. Um, if you don't come here and help me, I'm going to spoil Shameless whoa, for you. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh. I wink at Brandon. Okay. <laughs> I know how season seven of Shameless ends. So you are going to play your cards very carefully. Do you understand me? Uh, fuck. Okay. All right. All okay. right. What's... I have this friend. I mentioned them earlier. My friend that's dead that I don't want to be dead anymore. Oh, you, oh, I don't see what... Okay. Yeah. You're yeah, a god. he's dead. Yeah. Um, fix that. Fix it. Make him not dead. Make his body alive again. Because well, you see, in like, season I, seven of Shameless, we no, get no, to... No, 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 no. I, I don't need to hear about that. Fuck! Okay. All right. Okay. Are you sure? Because it gets pretty dramatic. Between- no, I bet. Bet it does. Bet it does. Fuck. <clears throat> Lip's the best character. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, have you gotten to the point where you've met their mom yet? You, okay. 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 All right. Hang on. It's Hang on. Hang on, okay? I can't do that alone. So he didn't die in my realm. I'm gonna need a part of his soul that's still waiting back in Finnedale. Okay, how do I get that? Oh my god. You hear a Twitter notification. Aww. All right, I'm just <laughs> popping on Twitter. I'm gonna DM Corvey. Hang on. Yeah. Hurry, because I don't have a lot of time I can't to make waste. him type faster, okay? Mm, okay, well, when Monica shows up... No! And- no! We're not doing this. We're not doing this. Hang on. Hang the fuck on. Oh, my God. I wish I couldn't hear all of you at once. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Omniscience really has its talent. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm... Oh, wait. Gods don't usually let other gods into their realms. However, I can see if I can try and get his peace back and we can make him whole again just stay quiet about it okay i'm I'm still gonna catch up i'm very busy i don't have time it's like my midnight show that i'll give you an hour an hour an hour bring him back in an hour or i'll tell you how season seven of shameless ends and it's not pretty motherfucker (laughs) (laughs) all right all right, you know what? Usually when I make pacts, it's never like this, but, um, you know, we're going to have to work with what we got. I'll, I'll talk to you in an hour. Thank you. We'll be seeing a lot of each other from here on out. God, okay? I hope not. And then the voice goes away. I should have it solved for you within the hour. Do you want to take a pause till then? Catch up? Get some breakfast? What? <laughs> <laughs> Almost like you're fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> of all the ways that I thought we were going to get his soul back, this wasn't one of them. Where's Ted? If I, <laughs> if I tell you, are you going to hit him? Probably once. Okay, but he should get to land a hit on you, too. He's more than welcome to. Okay. <laughs> I dropped the concentration on Moonbeam. I dropped my rage. We're this way. <laughs> As we are making our way out of the dams, crossing the gate, getting into the city, you guys are walking. (laughs) I could have got you there. Uh, I look down to my freaking bubbling skin. See, he kind of got me a couple times. No, I... 
<laughs> if we would have kept fighting, I would have won. You're not... You're not better than us. Yeah. It was a good fight. I can fight. You're a lot stronger than I give you credit for. I won't say thank you, because you've been very mean, but I appreciate the sentiment. Well, I mean, most of the people I meet tend to just follow me without a, uh, without a second thought. Y'all are the first ones that are really your own, your own thing. I get that right now it is, in fact, pretty about you, but this is about something bigger than the three of us. And if we want to save Earth, and if you want to keep your magic, we're going to need to work together. How do you think? I mean... After all of this, do you really think we could win? We're just three kids compared we to... We can win. I know we can win. I have a plan. You have a plan. Okay. But, uh... I didn't tell Ted that I was sneaking out this morning to fight you. Oh, no. Yeah, so... Here, spider, 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 spider. Spider, spider. Come on. Why do you always hide, Parker? And as you are looking for a spider in your room, in one of the closets, you you hear sort of a rustling. I self-consciously pull my shirt down over my back because I'm on hands and knees and I don't want anybody to see my tattoo. (laughs) (laughs) Who's there? Don't look at me. <laughs> a muffled voice from inside the dresser. What the fuck? Ted, you silly head. Jesus Christ, you're a peeping Tom. What the <laughs> fuck is wrong with the you? Bed, looking for a spider. And then opening the cupboard, it is Songbird. With a loot in hand, glowing in this pink energy, says, <laughs> Oh. Surprise! I hate that I'm actually happy to see you. <laughs> Oh, that's the nicest thing you've ever said. Though. Okay, so first of all, so you're you're a champion of bards. No, no, you're, you're the champion. Okay, I'm your patron. You're the patron <laughs> of bards. Why did you choose me as your champion? <laughs> well, we get to look throughout a plethora of candidates. We get recommendations from the God of Fate, but I don't like going on what other people want me to do. Oh, and there is no better candidate than you. You really think so, Songbird? No, but I really hope that I'm wrong. <laughs> what the fuck? Man, I, I tried to summon your magic bard powers yesterday and I got my fucking ass kicked, man. Hey, that happens a lot. Do you think that I win every fight that I participated in? I don't think you fight a lot, judging by the way you look. Now you're starting to get it. But, but like, all my idols, they, they talk, and then they fight. And I like to talk. I talk a lot. And I'm pretty good at talking. But then when it comes to the fight part, man, I'm worse than Santino Morella out there, man. I'm, I'm a joke of a joke. I, this is tough. You know those dashing men that you look up to. God, they're so handsome. They really are. The smoldering, wide shoulders. Just big, meaty men slapping meat. <laughs> they don't really fight. Well, look, I, no, they are actors. No, dude, it's, it's about the athleticism, man. Look, look, man. Just because, just because the, the outcomes, 
of the matches, maybe part of a of a greater narrative. I mean, that's just like real life, right? We're all part of a greater something that we don't understand. We don't always get to make all the calls. It's true. I was popping in to see if you had any ideas on how we can get you a couple more crests. <sighs> Something about the uh, the guy who looked like he had a huge stick up his ass. Which one? Oh, yeah. He looked like can I can I try to yeah, yeah, what, please. what the paladin looked like? <laughs> Is that like a history check or some shit? Yeah, give me a history check. Okay. It was dark in the room. Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's a two. Two. I think it was like a cow. <laughs> oh, shit. The dude who looked like a cow. Oh, the champion is, is a minotaur. Oh, shit. Like in the labyrinth? Like a Greek mythology? More or less, yes. <laughs> they aren't as monstrous as, as they seem. I've conquered a minotaur too wait for real like oh you're not <laughs> you're not talking about fighting are you songbird I mean, I, there are much better ways to put an opponent on their knees but, songbird <laughs> songbird you're not you're not telling me i'm gonna have to like the court rules, this minotaur <laughs> the rules state that the champion must lose their mark that they do not need to die and if i were playing this game Manipulation of those rules is your best friend. <sighs> yeah. I'm good at making things that are fake. Uh, is there anything else good that we can do? Besides, like... Like, I love I love my illusions, man, but... I would love if I could, like, make things that people can touch or something. <laughs> well... My followers... Not all of them... <laughs> as you might guess, are as charismatic and swooning as I am, but there are other forms of our magic that we can actually inflict the brain. Many parts of us deal with illusion, and illusion is only perception. Perception comes from your mind. Seeing may be believing, and if you can make something scary enough, the brain has no chance of coming back from that. The brain is much weaker than you might think. I see. I tried to target Brandon's fears, but it didn't work. It just made him angrier. The thing about fears is, and the ones that really hurt are the ones that we don't present. Hmm. I see. So, to defeat my opponents, I must I don't know what. Mean to interrupt, but I think you have one on the line. Oh shit! And then he looks over to the window, and you see that the rope is starting to be pulled. Wait a second. Is Parker not a spider in this room? I've been looking for like 20 minutes, man. Damn and it. Coming through the window is Parker and Ted. Oh, man. Uh, there's probably hey. so much germs on this carpet. And Ted, as you look back, Swingbird is no longer there. Oh, fuck. I would like to crawl up before Brandon. Yeah. Hey, Ted. So, don't be mad. Um, I'm never mad. <laughs> Why would he be mad? Shut the fuck up. Um... I'm mad. <laughs> so I snuck out this morning to fight Brandon. Oh, shit. Like, by yourself? Yeah. Damn. And uh, anyway, we've reached a sort of tentative agreement, but um, I wanted to let you know before I, I snuck Brandon uh, up into the room so you weren't like... Uh, hold like, up, hold up, hold up, hold up. You got Brandon to agree with you? Yeah, I mean, it was it was that where I was going to turn into a spider and crawl in his ear and explode him from the inside. I out. immediately hug Parker before they even <laughs> can finish their sentence. 
<laughs> Parker's arms have never been stiffer. Oh my god, Parker, you're you're like a fucking superhero. Like, what do you say? Oh, fuck uh, that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Uh, thank you. It was it was nothing. I just climbed into a tree and then blasted him with radiant energy for a while. And uh, that's so just like what Shawn Michaels did to the Undertaker at WrestleMania 26. He blasted him with radiant energy. Yeah, through his leg. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, what part of WrestleMania was that? He came down from the ceiling wearing like a big white coat. There was angel music playing. Oh, he really did do that. (laughs) That's, I did kind of, I mean, I was in a tree and then I jumped down from the tree. Oh, damn. I wish I was there to see it. Wait, so Brian is here? Yes. He is just down there. I figured out a way maybe to bring him back to life. And in the next... hour or so if it works then we're all gonna work together yeah, no totally uh you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna go walk over to this corner and i'm gonna go take some deep breaths that's a really good idea um <laughs> i left you a breakfast i don't know if you saw the berry on the i'm sorry what no i um i left you a breakfast there's a berry on your side table i don't know if you ate it but it'll fill you up with all the nutrients you need for the day okay i'm gonna go tell brandon it's okay to come up Hey, Brandon. Parker gives a little wave. You can come up now. Okay. I start grabbing the rope. You got it. You climb up and you're through the window. This is the place we rented. Well, if it isn't Mr. <sighs> hey, Brandon. Hey, Ted. Man, spiders are really hard to find. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a second. I was not expecting to say that. What's that? Man, got this weather. This is what guys do. Yeah. Like makeup? Absolutely not. Deflect? Absolutely. Paint over that thing. Put a poster over that hole in the wall. I, I like. I like your clothes. I am, I'm wearing a wrinkled suit that I slept in. It's so fucking awkward. It's so real. <laughs> it's like, hey, remember how you, you beat the shit out of me 12 hours ago? <laughs> now you're decaying and I have a suit, so. I try to straighten up a little bit. <laughs> Dust off my suit. I'm sure there's a lot you two probably want to talk about. Nope, right? not yep. at all. Okay, great, perfect. I was going to say it's not time for that anyway, because I want to go over my plan. I like that idea. I like that idea quite a bit. Great. Well, Parker reaches through her backpack and pulls out the player's guide. Colin said this wasn't going to be useful, but I think I figured some stuff out. And then Parker goes through and you see that she's highlighted in the player's guide, which is like cardinal sin. I can't return this book, but you know. Um, so it looks like there are 11 people involved in this fight, right? I didn't exactly count. One person needs to accumulate all of the different marks. I think if we work as a team, we can do it. Now, I went through, and it's a warlock, a sorcerer, a paladin, a rogue, a wizard, a cleric, a monk, a ranger, and then the three of us, bard, druid, barbarian. And I went through and I organized who I think would be best for each person. Obviously, this is up to you, because if you don't want one of these abilities, you don't need it. But I was thinking that maybe we start with finding the wizard or the cleric. Here, and Parker pulls out a chart she's been working on, and the chart has the word warlock slash Cairo 
circled and off to the side. And then after that, there's a column that says Ted, Sorcerer, Paladin, Parker, Wizard, Cleric, Rogue, question mark. And then a Brandon, Monk, Ranger. I was thinking this this would kind of build upon a particular skill set. It would also allow Brandon to pick up some like utility skills so you can do stuff other than fighting. And then Ted can pick up some fighting skills so that you can balance out your magic. Yeah, that sounds good. So I I just talked to Songbird about one of these other folks. And let me tell you, I'm really not looking forward to how I'm going to have to take this one's crest. I don't think I'm even... I don't know what the laws are in their plane, but... <laughs> well, I just... I got more powerful overnight, right? And now I feel innately that I can bring people back to life. So if we kill them, we can just bring them right back. Wait, what did you just say? <laughs> bring people back to life? Like yeah, she, she mentioned that earlier, too. No, that's a different kind of bring back to life. This is like a... If I... Like, I feel like if I kill someone, I can bring them back to life right away. Does that make sense? Kinda. That's pretty friggin' intense. But wow. So we also, where'd to... you get that cool chainmail shirt? <laughs> I went shopping this morning. I also, I found a place. They've got some pretty weird-looking armor, but they had some that was, like, magic and would protect against certain things. I don't know. I said I'd bring you back if it's something you are interested in. Yeah. I do I do feel like I should wear something under this this suit. <laughs> or, or over. I don't <laughs> know. <laughs> it took me a second to get that. <laughs> Well, they had some very uh, uh, thin material that I think would fit under the suit. Well, that sounds perfect. I mean, I love thin, skin-tight material. That's like what I grew up in. I just move my suit over to snap my singlet <laughs> strap real quick. <laughs> Great. Well, I mean, my thought is we do that in the next... Parker looks to check a clock. Are there clocks in this world? You do see what looks like a pie chart. But it's growing with red, and it closes with black. I don't know how to read that, but I think we're coming up on the, like, 30-minute mark. So in the next 30 minutes or so, I should have an answer on getting Brandon back to life. And then we can get some armor and maybe try and track down one of these people. If Brandon's coming back to life, that means we can leave this place. And if we can leave this place, that means we're going to need some fucking Snell healed. I pull out the coin. I think whoever owns this shit heap has gotta know where the fuck a bonsai tree with some Snell healed is. Oh, I basically forgot about that. So did I. Yeah, it was only the thing we came here for. (laughs) (laughs) But yes, we did get sidetracked. I wince momentarily <laughs> as if some scratches started bleeding. <laughs> My eye oh, that's right. I'm currently covered in blood, by the way. <laughs> Why do you look so burned, Brandon? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Because you're sizzling I'm and I'm sizzling, just like yeah. covered in blood. You smell good. <laughs> <laughs> I like try to take a whiff, but realize I don't really smell anything. <laughs> oh, no. That sucks. <laughs> it's been a long morning. Yeah. I think we're all ready to leave this plane. Agreed? Agreed. All right, then let's go find a greenhouse and some armor and some snow healed. There was a shop that I got this from, and I put the axe in front of me. Holy shit. Man, I'm glad you got that thing after we fought. (laughs) 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 Yeah. (laughs) 
that thing looks evil. <laughs> Parker bandages a wound. <laughs> <laughs> I pick it up, yeah. It's pretty badass, I'll give it that. But it was a little bit shady part of town, and it was not cheap. But they had other things there. Hmm. And I think it's about time we prepare for the worst. Yeah, I wasn't even prepared for, like, not even close to the worst. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> and where are we heading? Are we going to your place or my place? <laughs> right. Let's go check out Christian's weird guy. <laughs> if we run into the oh, guy in the latex suit, it's going to get really This is awkward. my kind of town. Back to Market Black. You guys are walking down. You see all these little individual vendors. Did you give me the name of the guy? I can't remember. His For brand. The, the blacksmith. His, his, isn't it engraved on your axe blade? <laughs> oh, I thought it was just like a logo. I You're, didn't think it was a name. Just That'll pulling work. it up, trying to see, like, is that logo? I is mean, the logo's logo? probably on the side. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'll do that. I'll like, pick up the axe and start And looking. you go through, and you find the same blacksmith that forged this axe, and he says, <laughs> How are you? This thing is amazing. I know. I'm very good. So I brought you more customers, and I gesture to them. Oh, well, hello. What can I do for you? Jonah waved, but this is a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I love my visual gags. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what could hello. I do? You look like a very fine craftsman gentleman. Do you have anything for someone significantly weaker? <laughs> oh. Oh, okay. I like to think of myself as a work in progress. <laughs> <laughs> well, um... Maybe nothing two-handed or over 25 pounds. Do you only make, like, really sharp blades? Or what about, what about like, armor or something like that? I've, I've got some armor back here. And he goes back, pulls out a rack of metal sheets, and... Oh, wait, no. For armor, you want leather, yeah? Yeah, I only have light proficiencies. So you're looking for weapons? Yes, I was looking for weapons. Weapons. Of the finesse variety, if uh, possible, because strength is not doing it. <laughs> I can tell. And he <laughs> goes in the back, pulls out a couple of different sheathed weapons. And he says, yeah, I got your standard short swords, daggers, but I do have some arcanically advanced weapons if you're interested. I don't know what that word means, so I am interested. Do you mean like magic? Yes. He means like magic. Oh, yeah, we like magic. First one, forged the venom and fang of a black widow. Oh. Is that what you turned into, Parker? Um, that seems kind of thematic. I don't think I'm poisonous. I haven't tried to find out. Well, actually, it's venomous. Poisonous means they're dangerous when you touch them. Venomous means they inject you with venom. Oh, right. I I mean, I, I knew that. I didn't. Wait, say that again? <laughs> <laughs> well, like a frog is poisonous because they fuck you up if you touch them, but... A snake is venomous because it bites you and injects venom. It's not dangerous to touch venom. It's dangerous when it gets inside you. Interesting. I don't know if I'm venomous. Parker stares into the distance. And <laughs> he's just standing there watching me explain. <laughs> if he had eyes, they'd be rolling. <laughs> he's standing with this dagger, and it's got an ornate handle. Comes to a bit of a curve on the end, and it is razor sharp. Forged out of black steel with red engravings. And this one I did not make up. This is a dagger of venom. It's considered a rare weapon, plus one to attack and rolls, and DC 15 con or take poison damage for one minute. Ooh, that's pretty fucking cool looking. 
the dagger can't be used this way until next dawn. So you get yeah. that once. For a long rest. Yeah. The, uh, I'm interested. The uh, other magical item I have here, and it's a bit longer than a dagger, but he pulls it out of its sheath. It's a rapier, very thin, but the point on the end is extremely sharp. You can't even tell where it really ends. This is called Devil's Tongue. I think back to my conversation with Songbird about the Minotaur. Now this also has some red and orange on the hilt and handle, but it is made of silver because silver tongue. It's a plus one rapier, but every hit, they must make a DC 15 wisdom or take 1d10 psychic damage on top of the additional damage. That's a lot of damage. This, wow. Wow. I'm some pretty, pretty, pretty things you got there. That, that looks like I could actually carry it. (laughs) It's light enough that you could run with this. I do a lot of running. (laughs) How much geld are we looking at here for each of these individually? For the Dagger of Venom, selling this one right now for 95 geld. Right, right. For the Devil's Tongue, it's going to be 125. Okay, okay. We still got some geld. If we get multiple things, would we be able to do a bulk discount? I've never heard of one of those in my life. I mean... (sighs) That is, if we even want any of this. Look, sir, it must be clear to you by now that we are among the most valuable things that any small business owner could want. Repeat customers. So, I'm interested in setting up a corporate account here for our adventuring party. These these would be our first uh, corporate purchases. So, I was wondering if you had a a, a business rate for your for your services. Of course, you've seen. Our Brandon. undercover shopper, Brandon, who scouted out the place first. Woo. <laughs> Let me roll persuasion. <laughs> I, yeah, I guess roll persuasion. I'm going to say that you guys didn't help, so just roll it flat. DC at 30 if you must. <laughs> I'll fucking roll it persuasion. <laughs> hey, for once in my life, it's a 23, baby. Hey. Okay. All right. I've seen this one perform in the ring. You might be skilled warriors. And his advertisements worked. The logo you put on his blade, we would have never found that place if he, you hadn't put that on there. So, you should you should put it on these two. We'll, we'll keep spreading the word. You're going to have to get another door because your doorway won't fit them all. The people. It's a tent, but... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have to get a first door. <laughs> Always dreamed of having a door. Okay. Okay. We can set up a corporate account. Beautiful. What are we Parker, looking you at did want that to do today? Uh, I was actually looking at maybe something else. Oh. Uh, yeah. Okay. Or did you did you want the dagger? Do you want me to get the dagger and like trade back and forth? I just thought we were setting up the bulk deal for these well, two. I am. I am. Do you have anything long range? Because our corporation is so wealthy that this amount of money to spend on these items is not enough. Don't get me wrong. I'm very interested in this dagger. I just feel like it doesn't provide the range I really need to be all that helpful to me, you know? Hmm. Give me a second because 
I wasn't expecting any more items to come up with. That's why I fucking asked. I did. I mentioned. I said I was interested in a bow and arrow, but I was gonna say they if did I can say get... they, were, they thought it would be somewhere else when you mentioned that. Oh, I missed it. Never mind. Uh, do you have maybe a, a shield? Absolutely. And he pulls a couple off. Some are rounded. Some are rectangle. None that are innately magic, but still plus two. And these are selling for about forty-five gold. What if we do one of those and also the rapier? Yes. Hmm. Parker here is my Associate. financial ad- advisor. Yes. Okay, all right. We might be able to make that work. If it were up to me, we'd buy out the whole shop, but you see, Parker Parker keeps us in the green. I run a hard business. <laughs> <laughs> if you will be a repeat customer, we, we will, set up that account. And we will happily put your emblem on both of these things. I can etch the emblem onto the shield and onto the hilt of the rapier. We would love that. Uh, cross-marketing is our favorite thing to do besides synergy. Lots of synergy. Quarterly earnings out the wazoo. We need to get better at marketing our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> synergy. I think we can settle with 140. Oh. That would be great. You are too kind, too generous. They should call you the generous blacksmith. Uh, what what do they call you? Well, my name is Generos. <laughs> wow. Okay. Didn't, didn't see that one coming. Here did I. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I didn't have that written down, but it's I didn't even think it would sounded like generous. I was like Jenny Ross. Yeah, that sounds good. That sounds good. <laughs> Well met. 140 gold it will be. Yes, uh, here. Thank you for your uh, hospitality. Parker, begin recording that in the books immediately. Yep. <laughs> and he sheaths up this rapier, and he bags up the shield, hands it across the counter, and says, Well, thank you, adventurers. Thank you. Thank you, craftsmen, tradesmen. You guys are the real heroes. Hey, how much time has passed? Uh, since, like, the morning. Since my the end of my fight with Brandon. Because I gave Dolvera time limit. I think his time is coming up. I'd say it was about 45-50 minutes. Okay. We don't need to do a whole thing. I would like to buy some regular studded armor. You got it. Studded leather from the latex store. (laughs) Oh, here's the place I was telling you about. Hey, how we doing? Oh. Oh, oh, jeez. What kind of place is this, Parker? They said they sold leather. Tight leather. You said you wanted something to go under your suit, right? Tight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, totally. Hello. I'd like to buy some uh, armor. They They said there was someone with with studs. (laughs) (laughs) They told me they offer all kinds of protection here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you still looking for the, um, special protection? Uh, what? Uh, what? <laughs> no, just the, just the reg, just the just the regular protection. Why did you come here, Parker? I was looking for some armor before we fought. Uh, I ended up getting it somewhere else. Sorry. Anyways, <laughs> so the guy pulls out a clothing rack, brings up some studded leathers. It's black with the parts that are studded are in brown, but it is very skin tight. Does it actually look like it would fit under my suit? It does. Okay, sick. Just like Superman. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of seems like the one Hollywood used to wear. Oh, God. (laughs) Do I have to try it on? (laughs) If you wear it, you buy it. But um, it's hard to get the smell out. But Wait, there's already a smell? (laughs) It's very adaptive. 
So <laughs> what's gonna happen when he puts this on? I mean, his musk is gonna melt with the leather. Oh god! And you know, eventually it'll start to develop that smell. Sorry, I have a whole pamphlet on how leather and latex works. Oh, but much gelt. <laughs> it's the arm. It's gonna be around fifty. Yeah, that's fine. Can we leave Parker? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Parker hands him fifty gold and they leave. Have a nice day. You got it. You got it. You got He's... it. <laughs> he seemed friendly. I didn't like this shot. Oh, I need to take a shower. <laughs> <laughs> Man, they don't have showers here. Yeah, I went into the back room earlier, and in the back room, they've got a bunch of different stuff. Okay, next time we go to a gas station, we're getting her a magazine. (laughs) (laughs) There were some weird-shaped swords in the back. (laughs) (laughs) No! (laughs) (laughs) They had a lot of weapons back there. (laughs) You're telling me this club is (laughs) one-handed? Ted needs to get the fuck out of there. Enough. So you got the armor... (laughs) You got shield, rapier, anything else we need? Not on my end. To talk to God. For real. Yes, it is about time as you guys are walking back into the city. My eyes roll back into my head. Absolutely. You go back into Wait your Wait a second. Parker watched Shameless and she doesn't know what BDSM is. No. <laughs> Parker, Parker Googled Shameless oh. on her PCS yeah. two episodes Plot ago. Summary. I did. I did it yeah. in the canon of the show. Wow. It happened. That's amazing. As your eyes roll back, Dolvir is back and says, Hey, so I... Am I going to be disappointed? No, no. I can get it back. It'll take about a day to transfer, though. Hmm. I gave you an hour. That is with the express delivery, okay? You think it's easy to get this shit to travel across dimensions? I mean, you're a god, right? And you're the god of souls. Isn't that like your whole thing? I don't have the soul with me. And my whole thing is that I'm soulless. You guys get your own souls. Have your own shit that's going on. He has most of it. He has most of his shit right now, but his life essence, you don't even know parts of the soul, is part that keeps his body flowing. That's the part that they still have. But Corvée is the guy who has the actual soul part, and then he's sending that to me. And once that gets to me, I can fix him. Okay, well... Who is she talking to? kind of... Yeah, you see me like... Uh, in the background. Uh, she did this last time. I don't here's, know. Yeah. Is this what got you to agree with her? <laughs> I mean, look at her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> look, here's kind of the deal. I'm typically a very patient person, and I don't want to spoil Shameless for you, because... I'm going to be very real with you. It gets pretty wild in season seven. But I've got this friend here, Brandon. (laughs) And he's a lot less patient than I am. (laughs) And he really wants his soul back. (laughs) So what can I tell him so that he doesn't try and kill me before you're able to get his soul back to his body? What can you offer us as a token of your goodwill, if you will? You know, if I I go try and meet the deliverer, I can stop off outside another dimension and try and pick it up halfway, bring it on back. If he doesn't have his soul back by the time he goes to sleep tonight, then you you can you can spoil Shameless for me. Sorry, what was that last? Part? Then you can spoil Shameless for me. If he if he doesn't if he can't go to sleep tonight because he still doesn't have his life essence, then you can spoil Shameless for me. I don't know. Okay, it's uh it's gonna be a tough sell, but I'll do what I can. Okay, okay. Yeah, I mean, it's not like you're asking for miracles here. But, yeah. I don't think I'm asking all that much. Oh, no, 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 not at all. From a god, you know me. Okay, thank you. Yeah, 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 you got it. I'm gonna have to start leaving the house now, so I'll talk to you later. Talk to you later. 
Yeah, so he's running a little bit late. You you good? <laughs> who's who's running late? Oh. When did you start doing that? <laughs> <laughs> did I not mention this? No. No, you didn't. You were gone when I woke up. <laughs> <laughs> um, you remember how we went to that temple and you tried to talk to that god? God, fuck, I hate Dolphir. <laughs> <laughs> well, I ended up being able to talk to him for like a little bit uh, oh. at that time. And I realized that he's really into Shameless. The so, British one or the American? The American one. <laughs> yeah. Wait, um, they get our TV? <laughs> on Twitter, uh, apparently. <laughs> there's this whole God Twitter. There's a lot of lore that I've really yet to unpack. Wait, yeah, the God Twitter <laughs> I googled, well, I PCS'd and just read the season seven plot summary for Shameless. And now I've told him that I'll ruin it for him unless he puts Brandon's soul back in his body. Wow. Find out what people fear. You were right, Songbird. What was that? Ted? Nothing. Yeah, so he says he'll get it to you before you go to bed. Before, you know, you would go to bed tonight. And if he doesn't, I will be ruining season seven of Shameless. Damn. Cold-blooded. I'm sorry I can't do more. You're doing plenty. Yeah, I was going to say. Sounds like you're the only one doing anything right now. But I have an idea. A real one. Okay. When we were at the temple, we got this coin. The priest there, he's told us it would get us in with Salazar. The king? Yeah. An audience of some kind. He's got to know where the free is. We just got to find out how we get him to tell us. You mentioned earlier that I was an oracle. Yeah, that that's pretty good. That's a good line. We can try we're gonna that. We're going to have to make something to prove it to him. I mean... I have a relatively open line of communication with Dolvir right now. True, but to everyone else, it just looks like you're very slowly suffocating. Is that what it looks like? Oh, it's unsettling. You were drooling at one point. No, I wasn't drooling. You're joking, right? Whatever you were speaking, it's it's weird. Kind of scary. Oh, Parker's cheeks turn bright red. No, 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 no. Sorry. No, it's fine. I didn't realize it looked weird when I talked to God. Shit. Um. Okay, so maybe we don't do that uh, ever again. No, no, we do it. I'm just saying it needs some shock and all. I mean, we're going up with the king of this whole place, so we got to get him to take us seriously. <laughs> I'm more thinking some of the old... Look at my fingers. <laughs> Razzle-dazzle. <laughs> Smoking mirrors. We Wizard of Oz this shit. I've seen that. So we make ourselves look really cool. Yes. You see, I have also been doing some thinking, a little bit of coalescing my power. I remembered all the illusions I've made in the past. Only now, now I can make something that'll really convince them. What do you have in mind? Well, we gotta figure out what kind of avatar Dolvir might take if you were to appear on the material plane like, like this. Do we remember what the statue looked like in the temple? Yeah, give me a history check. Oh boy, you know what? Can I also let me, do that? Let me, I, can I bardic inspire Kayla <laughs> to do it? Because I do not have any history going on. I was on. there for a while, yeah. So you get a bonus D8. I lay my hand briefly on your shoulder and I say, I'm sorry about making you feel weird about talking to gods. No, it's, it's really cool. Yeah, thanks. That's, um, That's my inspiration. Okay. Uh, Parker gets a 
unnatural 20. Yeah, you remember all the fine details of it, what he was wearing, how his facial structure looks. It's kind of a long back of the skull. He's got three fingers. His eyes come to these really squinty ovals. You remember everything. Yeah, I could probably describe it to you. If you can tell me what he sounded like, I'm going to have him talk. He said, peace, and then left. What? (laughs) (laughs) I could do that. And it's okay. I know my magic's kind of weird looking. And then if all else fails, we beat the shit out of him. Brandon's head perks up. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds good. Always does. It's nice when we work as a team. Let's do it. Like right now? Why not? Not like we got time to waste. Parker is covered in blood. Yeah, no, I guess. I was just looking back on my skin. I'm like, is this going to go away anytime (laughs) soon? (laughs) Not until you're living again. Here, I'll do a second level cure wounds. You got And then I'll expend one use of my healer's kit on each of us. So you get eight hit points back. Nice. And then you get eight additional points back and I get nine points back from the healer's kit. So we just start, if nobody else has an issue... Looking for Castle Rank. And you guys start walking towards Rotted Row, the upper class part of the city, though it's still covered in garbage, litter, awful smells. You start to approach the bridge that leads to Castle Rank. In the moat, you can smell what you can only describe as sewage lit on fire. Before you're able to cross the bridge, there are two guards in complete armor, and their helmets are molded in the shapes of skulls. Uh... Wait! Halt! What are you doing here? We have an appointment. I hold up the coin. The other one picks up the coin, the skinnier one says, Oh, well, you can't get in without permission from the king. He likes his privacy. Well, but wait, let's take a look here. This coin, the other one takes it. No, you dumbhead, give it here! Oh yes, it's a coin. Very good. Oh, you golem's ass, give it back! How much attention are they paying to this coin? You can't see their eyes through the helmets, but they're putting it pretty much an inch away from where the eye <laughs> <hole> is. <laughs> I guess we walk in. Let's, let, let's see. But wait, whose head is on on the coin? No, oh, you necronama yeah, nuisance! Yeah, let's, yeah. Let's, let's walk Parker in. walks in. I put the hood of my cloak up so I become passively dim. I just walk by them. As do they do anything? <laughs> they turn around and they say, Hey, wait a second. You, you forgot your coin. Someone comes out of these large wooden doors where the castle is. And it says, Oh, just let them past you dizzards. It's a tip. <laughs> the voice that's coming from the actual castle. You see a undead high elf. Black robes with purple accents starts to approach you all. And says, Oh, gods. Please excuse these two. They're as sharp as church bells and even louder, it seems. My name is Lilypold von Kingsley, and I am the right hand to the king. Please, follow me inside. We (laughs) follow. I follow. And you all do. He's explaining everything in the castle and the historical value of it all as you're walking by. These floors were actually made from the men who fought in the last war. The last <laughs> war being what? nearly a million years ago. So they're man-made. <laughs> <laughs> Literally handcrafted. <laughs> you're led through the marble halls. And once you reach the opening of the throne room, tall ceilings, columns leading to the king. This right-hand man guy. Mm-hmm. How old is he? 
He doesn't look as deteriorated as the rest. Sorry, how old, like, does he look? He looks to be about 50, early 60s. Oh, okay. Still has medium length white hair. Okay, okay, okay. <sighs> All right, Parker. Mm-hmm. You worked it out with Dolvir. Now, I'm just going to give you some extra juice if need be. Uh, I, you mean I'm, I'm have to talk? You don't have to talk, Parker. You get to talk. Okay. Parker swallows. Um, Remember, if things go wrong, that's when Dolvir shows up. Right. Right. But you're the Oracle. You can do this. I'm the Oracle. I can do this. (sighs) And you cross the threshold into the throne room. The throne is made of bone and ivory, and the framing looks like it's almost cushioned Mm. in the seat and on the back. And as you draw closer to the king, you see that he has no flesh whatsoever. It's made of pure bone, a skeleton with a purple crown and cape. And as he leans forward and says, (laughs) Hey, what's up, Lily? Are these the dead dash guys? I just said they can send a picture at the gate. They don't need to hand it to me. I didn't send it to hand it to me, did I? No, Your Excellency. The, this isn't the food delivery. This is these are the oracles that we informed you about. Yes. Oh, oh sick. Your High Lordship, I curtsy deeply. I guess I bow deeply because I'm wearing pants. It is with great honor I come to speak to you about the word of our Lord Dolver. Oh, that's so dope. I make a funny-looking hand gesture. As she says, Dolver, like... <laughs> some <laughs> another fa- visual some gag. Fa- faintly religious gesture, and I give Parker another bardic inspiration. Oh, Lily, these guys are legit. Mm-hmm. This king, he pulls a femur bone on the right side of the chair, and the base of it extends forward <laughs> for his legs, and it <laughs> looks to be that this throne is a recliner. Nice. Your lordship, if we could spare a moment of your time, I have a mission from Dolver that I would like your assistance with. Oh, you talked to the demon. Straight from Dolver. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Gay from Dolver. Uh, never mind. Oh, what, what, what's the message? What's the mission? What's the game plan? Well, you know Dolver and how he works in mysterious ways. He wants us to locate an item for him. Oh, oh so I, I love scavenger hunts. That's pretty fun. Mm-hmm. He, that's why he sent us to you. He thought Fuck you'd yeah. be the best source of information. He has seen your prowess in scavenger hunts in the past and asks now that we call upon you to complete his holy mission. I begin Sir. casting the major image. <laughs> it starts out, almost nothing has changed, except Parker's voice is getting slowly louder and more echoing, and their body, I suppose, is starting to not grow larger, but more imposing, as if they cast a shadow in all directions, their eye sockets growing dark and hollow, as if they're channeling some horrific divine energy with their statements. The soulless god asks only for Snell healed. Does that mean something to you? Uh, yeah. Yeah, it does. He senses your hesitation. Do you not wish to help Dolver? I mean... Dolver! <laughs> cheerleading in the background. Yes. <laughs> Come on, do it! Okay, okay, okay. And I start doing the same thing. <laughs> you see his bones are tapping against the skull, and you can just hear the clicks 
off of each fingertip. And he says, well, there's this gaming competition coming up and I was going to use the snow field to win. What sort of gaming competition? You haven't heard? It's called Stick and Bone. Here, hey, Lily! Yes, sir. Can you bring out Stick and Bone? Yes, sir. And he goes around the back and pulls out on wheels. It looks like a fat old TV. Mm -hmm. A single remote with just a wheel on it. And it looks like Pong, except instead of lines (laughs) and a dot, it's two bones on the side and it's tapping around a skull (laughs) back and forth. Yeah, dude, I got so good at it. But whenever I take that snow field, it's just so much better. I'm on it. I'm more quick. I'm agile. And I, oh, fuck, I lost. Oh, so he gets high. Dover has not yet left you behind. He sent us in his stead to help you win the tournament in your place so that we could take of you the Snellhild and you could still win your competition. So I don't get to play? Unless you would like. Then he'll bestow his trust and praise upon you. So he wants to sponsor me? Yes. 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 Persuasion. (laughs) <laughs> Bonus D8 Yeah thank god That's a 15 mm, 15 He looks to you and he's tapping on his jaw and on his temple again Lilypold comes up to his side Starts to whisper in his ear And he says Oh okay Well we'd be willing to give you the last harvest of Snowfield But um We might ask that Dolvir help us out first There's an issue going on over in the Iron Hills at the moment there's a cave, and, and people don't want to go in the cave anymore to mine, because there's there's these little, like, monsters. Obviously, <laughs> they can't kill him. And then he taps his skull, and you hear the empty click as he points. But, like, people just go in there and don't come out. So, we don't know what's happening, but we just need to be able to mine out those resources. And if you bring up production by 115%, maybe we can let this product go to Dolver. Are you bartering with a god? I clench my fist <laughs> at that moment. What looks to be Parker begins slightly levitating a few inches off the ground. Do you ask more than Dorver wants to give of you? Every light within 20 feet extinguishes. <laughs> Wait, no, turn my LEDs back on. We will be gracious just this once. Would you like your gaming sponsorship? Or would you like your mind problem solved? <laughs> At this moment, he appears. Just a shadow of a silhouette hidden in this ethereal darkness confined within this cylinder that we're in, standing up behind Parker like our patrons almost during our cosmic meeting. And the only thing that Dolver says with his glowing eye holes is, Choose wisely. Okay, give me an intimidation <laughs> check. You know what? The both of you. Give me oh, an I have to as well. <laughs> because yeah, you're involved. Can I, I just one charisma Ted? skill? I don't have proficiency. In. <laughs> oh, not a good time, Jonah. D and D reroll. There okay, you go. You got it. There you go. Okay, twenty-one. I got a fourteen and a fourteen. All right, and the king jumps a little bit you could say he's, he's shivering in his bones but um <laughs> sorry but <laughs> i said whoa I, I, hang on well i didn't i didn't say and then you see Lilypold comes a little bit more forward and he taps a staff onto the ground and he has some sort of presence around him that is a dark 
energy. I do not care for what god you claim to have on your shoulders, but if you threaten the king, I will take down gods and more. We threaten no one. Dolvir controls your fate. And it was not a threat. It was an option. You ask more than what Dolvir wanted to give. Would you like a sponsorship? Would you like your mine? Which would you prefer us give to you? I would prefer... Hey, I'm the king. <laughs> yes, my liege. Lilypole takes a step back. Listen, I've been wanting to get a sponsorship for a while. I think I'm really good. Like, this king stuff is fun, but, like, my true calling is this gaming. And I, I, I can't really get further in that without a sponsorship. But we, we need to increase production, and if we can't do that... Uh, it seems like you all have the power to fix this problem. The darkness starts to fade a bit. And Dolvir says, Look, man, we're going to do your thing. We just need the snell yield first, man. <laughs> hmm. Lily? Yes, sir. And then they converse for a little bit. We cannot offer everything we have. I believe... In your authenticity with Dolver, I believe that you talk to gods. But we're not willing to take the chance of you skipping town as soon as we give you this extremely rare harvest. So, first, as collateral, we can give you a seed. A seed of a, of a snow-heeled bonsai? Absolutely. Oh, shit. And then, once big. the job is done, then you will get the crop. I look at Parker. My, my <laughs> face is straining more than you've Just ever like, seen it before. A death rattle. Yeah, it's like... <gasps> that is satisfactory. Hmm. We'll set out in the morning. At first light. The uh, mysterious form of Dolvir begins to just dissipate into black smoke and fade into the ground. Thank hmm. you. <laughs> Sorry. It seems we came to a good agreement. Thank you, Lily. That That... You're better at words than I am. But, um, I've got a train right now. So, here, give them another coin so so they can come back later. But, uh, I, I just, I really appreciate it. I know, I know you didn't come for this, but it, it really, you wouldn't just be helping me in my pro gaming career. You'd also be helping the people of Verval. Verval. I just, I just super, super appreciate it. And then he steps forward, and he, and he goes for, like, fist bumps. <laughs> uh, I bump his fist. Absolutely. Boom. Oh, boom. Yep, I, I boom. bump him. Boom. Looks at Brandon. I bump it. Um, <laughs> okay. Fucking skeleton. So wait, they're wearing a crown, right? Yes. Does that crown look magic? Dude. Give me an arcana check. We're almost out of here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, just for future reference, man. That is ball sack terrible. <laughs> it's a four. <laughs> Looks purple. Yep, nope. Okay. And he goes to sit back in the chair, reclines it back, and says, All right, well, I'll see you guys round, and uh, thanks. And, uh, I bow, I guess. <laughs> I also bow. As you are being escorted out by Lilypold. He is leading behind you this time, opening doors telekinetically as you approach them and says, So, the issue at hand is, yes, people are approaching the mine, getting in within a couple 
hundred feet and then the darkness takes over and they are no longer able to be seen and nobody knows where they go. There is a map of the mine, but it seems that the mine is changing. We believe there is a sort of horde living inside the mine. And honestly, you saw our front gate soldiers. (laughs) I couldn't trust them to navigate a children's puzzle. So I would be really happy to have some people as fresh as you out there. Of course, as it is Dolver's will. If you could gift us the Snellhild seed, we'll happily depart Hmm. and... Start our journey fresh at first light. Absolutely. And he reaches in his back pocket, hands you the coin with the silver skull on it, and also a large white seed, being about the size of a large pill. And he hands it to you. Okay, have a great have a great day. Absolutely, I will. A pleasure meeting you, wizard. Very close. But it's not a matter of your concern. Please, come back as soon as the job is done. And we'll be happy to give you your reward. I'd like to insight check that. <laughs> Please. Yeah. Uh, can I also? Mm-hmm. Anyone can. That's a five. Five? Just put that guy in jail or something. It's an Just 11. Yeah, I 11. roll other dice and it's the same. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that was an that one. Oh my God. <laughs> you want an insight check, Brandon? Uh, sure. We got a five and 11. <laughs> 17. <laughs> 17. Yeah, it's 18 minus 1. I'm sorry, Jonah. You you see that he will give you the crop, but there is something he's not telling you about this mission. He says, well, let me know if you have any updates. You can send it through pipe. And um, whenever entering the throne room again, any form of magic illusionary or whatnot will be snuffed out immediately. Would be hard to snuff out a god's magic now, wouldn't it? Oh, wouldn't it? I look at him right in the eyes. (laughs) A god's magic, yes, but a bard, that's an easy task. He looks at you directly. My lower back. (laughs) (laughs) Make sure you weren't revealing it. (laughs) Was it when I bowed? (laughs) I see my whale tail. <laughs> I am not positive that you are who you claim to be, but I am sure that you are more capable of disposing of this threat than anyone else, so I may not want to work with you, but I am willing, as long as you get the job done. Till then. Be careful, wizard. <laughs> I'm... Dude, stop! Not a wizard. Not a, wi- I'm not, not, not a wizard. Wizards, wizards are lame. Wizards are nerds. I'm, I'm cool. Puts up his hood on his purple robe. Yeah. <laughs> just, 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 just get the job done. Just get the job done. I'm just. Yep. Get, yeah, we'll see you tomorrow. Yeah. We're gonna get it done tomorrow in one day. Less if you get it day. done in one day, I will shit myself. Yeah. Uh, can you shit, shit yourself? Aren't you all dead? It's an expression. You fuck. <laughs> and what do you mean we you all? Leave. We're all what, do you mean, what do you mean you all? We're all dead here. I said y'all actually. <laughs> That Texas came out. Where is Texas? No. <laughs> it's the Sounds sacred like realm where real Dolvir followers go. <laughs> See, when you die, you go here. When real followers of Dolvir die, they go to Texas. <laughs> That's why we talk so funny. All right, yeah. let's get out of your oracle. Yes. His eyes roll, closes the gates, 
Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Why did I say tomorrow? <laughs> As you guys start to walk out of the city once again, getting to the Iron Hills outside the fences. The second we're out of ice eyesight, Parker goes, oh my gosh, we did it. And oh. like she jumps up and down a bunch of times. Oh. Like, I lied so good. I think they thought I was, I was an oracle, that I, I mean, was talking to gods. I just said all sorts of shit. I said things and they believed them. I mean, that part wasn't even a lie. You were talking to yeah, God. Yeah, we just lied about him wanting the snow heal. <laughs> <laughs> but I-, I said words to a king person, and they worked. I knew it would. I totally was 100% confident that it would work <laughs> the entire time. See, we didn't We didn't need to fight our way through it. We could do it with with words and with lying to people. But we still get to fight because apparently that mine is full of fucking monsters. <laughs> I was just about to say that. <laughs> and as we zoom out on the three outside the walls and outside the gates of this industrial caucus, Ooh. as we zoom out on these characters outside the walls of Vervel, in the Iron Hills where we first started this mission, may also be the place where this mission comes to a close. And that is where we're going to end this episode. Hey, Ted, I think your tattoo's showing. Oh, God damn it! for listening to this episode of Magic Isn't Real. If you like the show, please consider leaving us a review or subscribing on wherever you listen to podcasts. Thank you for bearing with us. I know this episode came a little bit late, but we want to make sure we produce really good content for you, and sometimes that takes extra time. If you want to support the pod, follow us on social media, or if I dare suggest it, add us on Patreon. We've got exclusive content for our patrons, like our after show, the ability to submit for extra credit questions, and guess what? Free stickers. That's right. We're making merch. To our patrons, we appreciate the heck out of you. To anyone that listens this far, you're amazing and we love you and thank you for all that you do. Now to the credits. Dustin Parsons is the game master. Christian Contreras plays Brandon Rodriguez. Jonah Pfeiffer plays Ted Vardaman. Kayla Temshiv plays Parker Henley. Episodes are edited by Dustin Parsons. Intro music is by Jake the Dead. Cover art is by Juniper Whitney. Eddie is our community manager. And social media is managed by Anna Rose Pfeiffer and Kayla Temshiv. If you listen this far, thank you and we love you and we lied about the magic. It's totally real. Yeah.